It's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. We appreciate God giving us another beautiful day, blessing us to come into this house to worship. And uh, Once again, we had another great Sunday school lesson. We appreciate our Sunday school. I, I tell you, I've, I've been enjoying Sunday school just extra special since we started back uh, each Sunday morning and again this morning. And so I'm glad to be here and glad for what I can feel in my soul. Good to see everybody. We got people that's uh, come back that uh, haven't been able to be here for a while. And what just blesses us to see you. We're glad you're here. And, uh, each week seemed like that has happened that way. And I, uh, I know last week we had some. And, uh, this week got some more. And I just thank God for everyone that's able to come. And uh, God's just been so good to us. I have a verse of scripture I'd like to share. It's in the book of Psalms, uh, the 111th Psalm and the 10th verse. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. And so that's, that's a great verse, has a lot in it. And so uh, let's pray for just a moment. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for letting us come back to your house again today. Thank you for the beautiful day. Thank you for each one that's here, uh, and Lord, especially for each visitor that we have. Thank you for those that haven't been able to come and are back this morning. Thank you for just letting each one of us gather. Whatever our circumstance is, thank you for each one that's here. Thank you for each one that's watching on the live stream. And God, we pray uh, many of those that are watching, probably not able to come back yet, we pray that you bless them to soon be able to come back. Uh, because, God, we miss each one. Lord, we pray today for this service that your uh, spirit would just move in such a great and powerful way and you touch people's hearts, God, and that we would obey your touch. God, we ask you these things and we praise you in Jesus' name and amen. And now uh, we turn the service over to Brother Taylor in the choir. Page 76.
So we're glad to be at the church this morning. And I was just thinking, as I was singing that song and the other songs, I, I'm glad I have something to look forward to. Uh, you know, uh, if you have salvation, it's, uh, uh, I'm, I'm heading to heaven. Uh, you know, uh, one day, uh, I don't know when and don't know how or, you know, uh, uh, when that'll take place, but I'm glad I already got it taken care of. Uh, I'm not afraid uh, to die. I mean, uh, it's a natural thing. Uh, we're all going to die one day. Uh, it's, it's not really a scary thing to me because I, I mean, I'm looking forward. I, uh, you know, to uh, a heavenly home where I, I was, uh, look, uh, reading or uh, uh, singing uh, some this morning, and uh, there's a song "Never Grow Old." Uh, uh, you know, uh, it's talking about loved ones that you'll be with, and uh, I'm, I'm, there's a place where you're never going to grow old. All the pains and the sorrows that we have right here, uh, uh, it, that's that's for down here. Uh, I think that's just to tell you that you're not going to be here forever. Uh, you know, we're not going to be here forever, so you better get ready now uh, and and get your things prepared. Uh, get the Lord in your life and and know where you're headed and have that assurity of, uh, of what salvation that's what the lord came and, and died for that we could have everlasting life with him uh, so if you don't have that or you're uncertain or you know you, you're not where you need to be uh, you, you just need to get right with the lord so it's good to be here this morning already um i believe at this time we'll uh, maybe ask the choir to come down and and <clears throat> As they come down, I'll just, if, you, if everybody wants to stand, we'll take prayer requests this morning. To remember this service, remember the lost. Somebody have a prayer request on their heart this morning. It's a lot of hands going up. Lots of hands. We always have lots, lots to pray for. Somebody have a special request they'd like to mention to the church. Steve Gosser texted me when I was in the choir singing, and he asked me if I'd ask the church to pray for his dad. He's not doing very well, um, having a lot of health issues, and he asked if the church would pray for his dad and pray for their family. Yeah. Let's remember Steve's request. Remember his father. Someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Just remember that. Someone else. Remember Terry this morning. Anyone else before we pray? If not, Bill, lead us in prayer.
this time we'll ask if somebody has a song on your heart or something the Lord puts on your heart. Good to see everybody here this morning. If you're a visitor, we're glad to have you this morning. Anyone at all have a song or something on your heart? Once my clothes were ragged, the world looked down on me. I had no hope for tomorrow, nor for eternity. But then grace came with mercy and heard this orphan's plea. And now I've been adopted, from bondage I've been set free, and now I'm no longer an orphan, for someone has rescued me. My garments no longer are tattered, my family is royalty. I came so empty-handed, no place to call my home, and no one to really love me. Oh, but now look what I own. I'm feasting on the manna that flows from God on high. And there is no shortage, there is a vast supply. And now I'm no longer an orphan, for someone has rescued me. My garments no longer are tattered, my family is a royalty. I'm no longer an orphan, for Jesus has rescued me. My garments no longer are tattered, my family is a royalty. Appreciate that good song. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, it's true. Say, where would I be without the Lord? Best thing ever happened to me in my life. If you're saved by God's grace, I'm sure you'd say it too. Headed for a better home, better place. I'm glad he's the light. And he shines his light our way. And we know what's right. And, you know, we know when the Lord speaks to us. That's how I knew what was right. 
Someone else have a song or something on your heart. It's wonderful to be here already this morning. If you don't know the Lord this morning, you know, it says seek the Lord and you'll be and he'll be found. Uh, he wants you to seek him, but he'll knock at your heart. But you know, you need to you need to answer that call. Someone else. They didn't have all good times back then. So he had ups and downs. They had to go through troubled times. I mean, and, and, uh, and so we're going to have the same. We're have the same. So, you know, they had success by leaning on the Lord uh, and uh, following the Lord. And uh, when they strayed from the Lord, they had problems. And when they leaned upon the Lord and asked for the Lord's help, the Lord helped them. So. Anyone else before we turn over to our pastor? Let's pray for Terry. Well, I appreciate this service this morning. It's just blessed my heart. And uh, right from the first, we had a good Sunday school this morning. Then the choir started singing. Uh, I mean, it was just, uh, it just everything's been dandy right from my start. Sunday school and the choir and the special singing, opening up and the testifying. Good spirit here this morning. I'm glad I'm saved. I'm glad I'm no longer an orphan. God's amazing. And what's uh, one of the amazing things about God is everybody can have this. It's not something just a few elite have been singled out and uh, focused on and said you can have it and the rest of folks can't uh, but this is uh, to whosoever will let them come uh, take the water of life freely I'd like to read this morning from starting from the 8th chapter of the book of Proverbs and I want you to pray very earnestly and uh, I'd like to see somebody get saved this morning if you're here lost I'd like to see you get saved if you're here this morning and you've been saved and you have been following God uh, like you should I'd like to see you get moved up and revived this morning if you need to repent and rededicate your life, do that. Uh, but even if you've just been kind of dragging along and you just need to get fired up, do that. If you're here this morning and you're saved by God's grace and God's wanting you to join this church, do that. That's important too. But I want to read from the eighth chapter of the book of Proverbs. I want to read about wisdom. And uh, starts out and asks a question. Doth not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice? And then the answer, she standeth in the top of the high places by the way, in the places of the paths. 
She crieth at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the coming in, at the doors. And listen to this. Unto you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of man. And I'll come back to that in a minute. O you simple, understand wisdom, and you fools, be of an understanding heart. Hear, hear, listen to this, hear, for I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things. Now, want to define that word where it says, unto you, O men, I call, and that word in the Hebrew means people. It means everyone, man, woman, boy, or girl. And so I'd like to use a text this morning, uh, wisdom calls to you and me. And that, that includes whoever you are. And wherever you are, if you're here in our uh, sound of our voice, you're here in the house, uh, if you're out there listening, uh, whoever you are, uh, God has wisdom to call to you. Now, does not wisdom cry and understand and put forth her voice? Uh, we've sang about that uh, first song of choir sang about when the Lord called to me. And I'm glad one time uh, I came to church and uh, just wasn't paying much attention. Uh, but God got my attention. Uh, Mommy tried to get me to pay attention. <laughs> she didn't have much luck. Uh, she tried real hard, and I'd say her efforts were beneficial, uh, but sometimes I didn't try to really pay attention when Mommy was asking me to. Uh, but I remember one Saturday night uh, when I came to church, and uh, I didn't start out paying attention, but uh, something uh, got my attention. Uh, God uh, moved through the heart of the church with the power of the Holy Ghost and uh, uh, wisdom uh, cried out to me. Does not wisdom cry and understand and put forth her voice? Uh, it talks about she standeth in the top of the high places. Uh, by the way, uh, I'm telling you what, there's nothing higher uh, than the, the wisdom and the mercy and the call of God and when it talks about this now, I need uh, to uh, take my time and, and explain some of these words here. Uh, she standeth in the top of the high places by the way. And way is singular, just one way. But listen to this. Uh, in the places uh, of the paths. Now, paths plural. And it goes down. She said she uh, crieth at the gates, at the entry of the city, uh, at the coming in at the doors. Now, I, I want you to just get it like this. If you were coming up on a city and uh, there was uh, uh, lots of uh, conflicting signs about what route you were supposed to take, and sometimes I've been on the highway and it almost seemed like that, but I don't guess it really was, uh, but I probably just didn't catch it right. But, but think about this. If you were coming up to a city and you needed to get in that city, uh, and there was a lot of different uh, paths and uh, there was a lot of different uh, gates, uh, but there was just one way. Uh, Jesus said, I am the way and the truth and the life. And uh, while uh, there are many doors uh, by that city, uh, there's just one door uh, that opens up to the way uh, that goes into that city. Uh, if you want uh, to be in the family of God where wisdom is, and uh, wisdom's uh, interesting, uh, uh, wisdom uh, means a number of things here that all fits together. Uh, uh, well, you could say, what is that wisdom? You could say, well, I, that's Jesus Christ. 
Uh, you, say, you could say, uh, that's the message that God sent. That'd be right. Uh, another thing you could say, you could say, why, wisdom is the church. Uh, uh, how can you say that, preacher? Well, uh, uh, let me uh, move over here uh, to chapter 9 and read a little bit and see how it compares. Uh, over here in chapter 9, uh, starting at verse 1, it says, uh, Wisdom hath builded her house. Uh, uh, now that house is built by the Lord, but uh, God uses the church uh, to make that building. Wisdom hath builded her house. Uh, she, and I was talking about the grand old church, uh, uh, she has uh, hewn out her seven pillars. Uh, God uh, gave those seven pillars, but I'm glad he lets the church work in it, Brother Carl. Uh, she has hewn out her seven pillars. Boy, I like this. Uh, a lot of folks in the day and age that we live in seem like uh, a lot of folks uh, have gotten uh, into a doctrine uh, where they're worried all the time about the beast uh, that they think is coming. Uh, well, don't have to worry if you get in wisdom's house. Uh, says here, uh, she hath killed her beasts. Uh, that's verse 2. Uh, she hath mingled her wine. Uh, that's not uh, talking about alcoholic wine. Uh, in the Hebrew, uh, wine uh, meant uh, the juice of fruit and, and particularly uh, the juice of the grape. Uh, but what this actually means here is the juice of the Holy Spirit. I'm telling you what, uh, she's uh, got the real thing. She's got the nourishment that we need. And so wisdom's building her house. She's shooting out her seven pillars. She's killed her beast. She has mingled her wine. Uh, she has furnished her table. I'm telling you what, when I was just a boy and uh, wisdom spoke to me, uh, God had a table spread. Uh, uh, what did it have on it, preacher? Uh, it had the bread of life on it. Uh, well, and it had uh, the, the juice of God's Holy Spirit. Uh, it had the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, boy, I'm telling you. God blessed me to come and eat off his table, and I've been eating off his table ever since. I've got, praise God, I've got wisdom in my soul. You say, preacher, you bragging on yourself, saying that you're wise? Well, not in Terry Brock, I'm not, but in Jesus Christ, I am. And so going back here, listen to this. Back here in the eighth chapter again, going back here. Uh, she crieth at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the coming in at the doors. Uh, listen what she cries unto you, O men, or, or to you, O people, uh, to everyone. Uh, she cries uh, unto you, O men. Uh, I call, and my voice is to the sons of man, uh, to everybody. Uh, boy, I'm telling you what. Uh, Wisdom calls to you and me. And, and I want to say, I, I want to make this, uh, kind of explain this a little bit. Uh, it calls us to get saved. Uh, but I'm telling you what, uh, uh, ever since I've been saved, uh, when the Spirit moves, uh, wisdom still calls me uh, to follow on the journey. God doesn't just save you and leave you alone. Let me tell you what, I, I, I talk to many people and I kind of understand this. I, I went through a, a phase of this in my own life. I've talked to many people. They say, well, I'm saved, but I just I don't quite know what to do. I don't have any special talents or I, I don't have any special abilities. I, I, I'd like to do something for the Lord someday, but I, I just don't quite know what to do. When, when I was just a young person, a teenager, I got fixated on what my job is. 
that's before I realized that God called me to preach. Uh, oh, what's my job? Uh, what's, I, I like to try to find my job. What's my job? Well, I can't sing. I, I, didn't, think, I, I didn't think I could probably teach much. I didn't know what's my job. Boy, the preacher said everybody's got a job. What's my job? Uh, then one night, one of the old preachers, I think it was Elbert Smith, uh, he, uh, he said, now, he said, you might be wondering what your job is. Boy, that perked me up. I, I thought, oh, boy, maybe he's going to tell me what my job is. And he did. He said, I can tell you right now, real simply, uh, what your job is. He said, it's to follow the Holy Spirit. Uh, your job is to follow the Spirit. If you follow your Spirit, uh, uh, the Spirit of the living God, he said, you'll be doing your job. So let me explain uh, today if you are here and you're saved and you haven't been very active in coming to church, you haven't been very active in telling people about Jesus, you don't have to be a preacher. You don't have to stand on a corner and hand out flyers, but live for God every day and take the opportunity to say something to somebody about Jesus and invite people to church. Of course, if you don't hardly ever come to church, it wouldn't be very effective to invite other folks, but if you're interested, and I, I know the time that we live in, a lot of people can't come to church and I'm not criticizing that we've been through that I've been through that but when we can we need to come and let's pray that God opens things up and we got a pretty good crowd this morning but I pray that God opens things up and a lot more folks can get back each week seems like some more coming back boy I praise God for that but here let me tell you something we've got a job to do and follow the Holy Spirit and when the when the scripture's talking about down here, unto you, old men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of man. Listen to this. Oh, you simple, understand wisdom, and you fools, uh, be of an understanding heart. Uh, uh, not being an insult, the Bible said the fool says in his heart, there's no God. Uh, there was times in my life as a young boy, I thought, wonder if God's really real. Uh, I was being foolish in my thinking, uh, but praise God when the Holy Spirit come by. When wisdom called, deep down I knew there was a God. He was speaking to me. It was up to me to respond by faith uh, uh, or turn him away. Uh, boy, uh, Johnny, I, I'm glad uh, that I called on him by faith and he put uh, his grace in my soul. And so, uh, praise God. Uh, now, uh, let me uh, go over into the New Testament a little bit. Uh, uh, over in Corinthians, uh, there's a passage that uh, Paul's written here uh, that uh, ties in with this. Uh, uh, let's go down uh, in the first chapter of the book of Corinthians. Uh, now, in the 18th verse over here. Uh, uh, so, uh, well, let me, uh, let me go to the 17th verse. Uh, chapter 1, verse 17. Uh, for Christ, uh, he, he sent me not uh, to baptize, but to preach the gospel. Uh, listen to this. Not with wisdom of words, uh, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. And so Paul, Paul was a very uh, educated and very wise man. But he was saying here, uh, Jesus Christ didn't send me to preach the gospel with my wisdom. If it was that, then the cross of Christ be none effect. It's not how intellectually smart you are. It's how you follow the Lord. Now, let me say this. Uh, I've known some people in my lifetime uh, that can scarcely read or write. They were some of the wisest people that I've ever encountered. Now, you can be highly intelligent and highly educated and very wise. You can be all that. 
But I'm saying uh, to have the wisdom and knowledge of God goes beyond the natural part. That's what Paul was saying here. Paul is wise as he was, and he was one of the greatest servants of God I read about in the Bible. But he was saying this came not by natural wisdom. And he goes on down here, verse 18. He said, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. Well, when you preach the cross of Jesus Christ and the unbeliever, uh, well, they say, well, that's foolishness. Uh, don't believe that. But listen here, what the Bible says. What it says, the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But listen, but unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. Well, I'm glad for the cross of Jesus Christ. I'm glad, God. And, and there's a verse that I've been using, seem like almost every message I've preached lately uh, in the book of Romans. Uh, I think it's 3 and 28 maybe. Uh, it said, God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. God uh, gives us faith. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. When wisdom's calling. God gives you faith. Now, it takes faith to get saved. By grace through faith are you saved. Now, how good God is. Uh, he didn't give us a requirement and leave us shorthanded. Uh, he said we need to have faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But God delivers to us the faith. Uh, that comes through the message that wisdom has. Unto you, O men, I call, and my voices are to the sons of man. So God calls, and through the gospel message, he reaches out. I remember a man in the Bible that came to Jesus. I'm not sure. Think he had a child that was sick. He wanted healed. But I know this part's right. He asked the Lord to do it for him. The Lord said, if you'll believe, I'll do it. And here's his answer. He said, I believe, Lord. And then he said, help thou my unbelief. In other words, Lord, I can't measure up by myself, but I'm willing to believe you if you'll help me. I'm glad I've got good news for you. He's willing to help you today. Uh, we've got a big God. And so uh, uh, let's look at this uh, a little bit more here. Uh, for the preaching of the cross uh, is to them that perish foolish, but unto us that are safe, it is the power of God. Let's go down to verse 21. For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. Uh, now, that's not double talk. He said, here, listen, who that by the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. God's wisdom was there, but the world in its own natural wisdom uh, didn't know God. Uh, you can do a lot of things uh, scientifically or philosophically uh, and, and do good things with it. But that's not how you get acquainted with God. It takes the message of wisdom uh, through the power of the gospel, uh, speaking to your heart. And so it goes on down here. Uh, let me read that whole verse. For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. Uh, preaching might seem like foolishness. Uh, I've heard people uh, testify before. Uh, I, I heard a man testify. He said, I came to church. He said, I just came to please people and invite me. He said, I didn't believe a thing that was going on. Uh, but he said, after the, the preacher preached and the church began to sing, he said, I began to feel something stir down inside. He said, it kind of shocked me. But in due time, uh, he said, I trusted and I believed in the Lord. Uh, well, I, I can tell you about another man uh, uh, that's a fine man and a fine Christian, uh, uh, a good uh, Bible teacher, uh, uh, J.C. Newport. Uh, 
goes to a church down in Harmony, a missionary Baptist church down in Pineville, Kentucky. I heard uh, J.C. tell his experience one time. He said, I was raised in a good church. I uh, uh, wasn't saved. Uh, he said, uh, but he said, I went away to college. He said, uh, they taught me some things in college that uh, kind of caused me uh, to doubt even the existence of God. Uh, he said, uh, but he said, I said, well, okay. He said, I went back, said, uh, mom and all of them wanted me to go to church. said, I kept going to church. He said, God got a hold of me. He said, I found out God's real. He said, he's real in my soul. And so it takes uh, the foolishness of preaching. It takes the power of the Holy Ghost. It takes wisdom's call. Now, so uh, unto thee, O man, I call my voices unto the sons of man. Wisdom calls to you and me. And then it goes on down here. Now, listen, this is real important. This is along the same line what I'm trying to illustrate. Uh, down here, a few verses for for the Jews require a sign. This is verse 22, chapter 1 in 1 Corinthians. Uh, for the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks uh, seek after wisdom. Uh, but we preach Christ uh, crucified unto the Jews. That's a stumbling block. And unto the Greeks, that's foolishness. So what are we going to do then? Well, here's the answer to it. Uh, but unto them which are called... The gospel calls, wisdom calls. Unto the old man I call. When, when wisdom I call through the power of the Holy Ghost, here's what happens. Both Jews and Greeks, uh, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God. But unto them which are called, both the Jews and the Greeks, when we read that again, Christ, the power of God, and the wisdom of God, because of the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. So uh, whatever uh, our obstacle is, uh, just like the Jews and the Greeks back here, they had some obstacles, and, and we've all got our obstacles, but when the wisdom of God calls, uh, we can get past the obstacle because the wisdom of God is powerful enough uh, to bring us uh, to the door, into the way, into the city where wisdom lives. So let's stand and sing a song. I'd like to see somebody come to the Lord this morning. I believe wisdom's calling some folks this morning. I believe the Holy Spirit is calling to people's hearts. That's the wisdom of God. It passes all understanding. It's beyond my natural understanding. And yours, exercise faith this morning. If you need to get saved, if you need to rededicate your life, if you just need to get closer to the Lord. And listen, if you're here today and you're saved and God's put it on your heart to be part of this church, come and let us know. You can join it this morning while we sing. Please come. Please come. Wisdom's call. Wisdom's call. Would you come? Please honor God. Trust the Lord. Do your job. Be in the path God wants you in. Trust God. Let him have his way in your life. I believe somebody needs to come. Come on. The wisdom of God calls in such a way that God gets our attention. And when God gets our attention, if we're willing, we can move by faith. This is not to embarrass anybody. We're not trying to embarrass you. We're not, not trying to put you on the spot. But are you where God wants you to be? Are you following wisdom's directions? Wisdom has some directions for us. It has some guidance for us.
It has some leadership for us. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Please come. say just a few words and then have at least another verse or two of song. This thought came to my mind. You know, uh, technology can, can be great, and uh, I appreciate some of the technology we've got. I've, I've kind of gotten spoiled when I'm going somewhere. I've gotten spoiled to using uh, the GPS that's on my phone. It tells you every turn to take. Well, that's handy. But now on the natural side of things, uh, here a while back, maybe a year or so ago, Lynn and I were over in Indiana and we were going somewhere and we went into this little town following the GPS and it took us down the street and it said, turn left right here. Well, I didn't because I'd be pulling through somebody's yard. And I said, no, this can't be right. And I just paused for a little bit and it kept saying that, turn left right here. Turn. So, so my GPS let me down. I still use it. I, it's a blessing. I actually had to go around the block, and then I could turn. It had me a block off. But I know you know what I'm going to say. The guidance of God has never brought me to a wrong turn. It has never put me in a bad spot. It has never given me incorrect information. It has never given me faulty directions. Sometimes when the guidance of God has been working in my heart, my mind has been resistant. God, can that be? God, is that right? Can that be? Right now, God, right here? Do you really want me to do that, God? But when I'll quiet myself and I'll say, Lord, lead me. Lord, I, I really do want to do what you want me to. I just want to be sure. And God stirs my heart and said, do this. I've never been disappointed when I followed the Lord. Now, through life, there have been times God's wanted me to do something and I'd resisted. And I, boy, I felt bad right on and on. Some things I still look back at and say, I sure would have been better off if I'd obeyed the Lord. I want to ask you, Take strong inventory in your mind and heart this morning and see where you're at and what God's wanting you to do. We're not here to pick on you or judge you or embarrass you, but if God's wanting you to come and pray, God's wanting you to come and pray and just do that. And after you've prayed, you do whatever God wants you to do. If you want to go back to your seat and say nothing, you can. Whatever it is God's wanting this morning, I'm confident God's wanting some folks to do some things this morning. Sing us another couple of verses. Please come. Obey the guidance of God. Obey the guidance of God. Please come. Please come. 
are you where God wants you? Being where God wants you is a good place. But it's easy to get out of that place. Please come as God calls this morning. Don't let things talk you out of coming. Don't let things talk you out of obeying the Lord. Don't let something talk you out of following wisdom. Unto thee I call. Wisdom does. Wisdom calls you and me. I believe wisdom's calling some folks to make some moves this morning. Would you please obey God? Make the right move this morning. You'll never be sorry when you follow God. When you obey wisdom's call, you'll never regret it. Appreciate those songs and your prayers and your good attention. It's such a blessing to be here this morning. Any other thing on anybody's heart before we come to a close and turn over to the announcements? All right, if nothing else, just be seated and we'll turn over for the announcements. Olivia and Logan's wedding shower is October the 10th from 1 to 5. Uh, due to COVID, uh, this is an open house, uh, so come and go as you please. They are registered at Bed Bath and Beyond and on Amazon. Uh, the shower will be at Olivia and Logan's house. That's 5345 Mirror Lake Drive, Lima, Ohio. And I'll take this and hang this on the board in case you want to look at uh, uh, the address, and then uh, we'll announce that again next Sunday as well. Um, you want to take care of releasing them? Okay. Um, so we're going to be released from the back again. We'll have the offering plates out in the foyer. Uh, and so uh, if uh, I'll just say uh, you're at liberty to go. Just remain seated. Neil will release you aisle by aisle from the back. We ask that you exit the church. If you'd like to visit, we're happy for you to do that out in the parking lot. So. <laughs> 